UFOs have been in the news a lot lately since the government confirmed their existence. But this time, the folks in a small Texas town treated the alien with decency. Follow me down the rabbit hole about the UFO incident in Aurora, Texas. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Rabbit Hole. I'm your host, Danny, and today we are talking about another UFO incident. There's plenty of them. I can cover so many. This one was specifically requested by Ryan, so thank you, Ryan, for requesting this episode. Um, I hope I do it justice. It's kind of a shorter episode. There's not, like, a lot of information out about it, but here we are. So, on April 19th of 1897... An article was released in the Dallas Morning News that described what could only have been a UFO crash. Well, we all know now because the government's like, yep, aliens are real, which we knew before the government decided to let us know um, that, yeah, lots of UFOs have crashed here. So this article reported that the UFO hit a windmill on a property of Judge J.S. Proctor, on April 17th, about 6 a.m.-ish, the citizens of Aurora had... Basically, what they described was like this cigar-shaped craft traveling north over the town. And just for context, this was about six years before airplanes were invented. So they weren't used to seeing things in the sky besides birds. But the thing is that these sightings were reported all over the country, not just here in Aurora, Texas, right? So you had like Sacramento, California, Hastings, Nebraska, Chicago, Illinois, Tacoma, Washington, Springfield, Missouri, Decatur, Michigan, Waterloo, Iowa, with as well like about 108 reports coming out of Texas all this time where you're like, these people aren't used to seeing things in the sky. You're not going to have satellites. You're not going to have airplanes. You're just seeing weird cigar-shaped objects flying obviously not all of them crash landed like this one but people were reporting this all over the country and this is in the 1800s late 1800s before like i said before airplanes so this is it was weird for them to to see something in the sky the pilot who was quote unquote not of this world was reported to be a martian according to an Army Signal Service officer, T.J. Weems. But unfortunately, the pilot died in the crash. The collision actually was really aggressive. Like, there was a lot of flaming debris everywhere. Um, The craft, like, everything was said to have been charred. So they took the pilot of this craft, this alien, potentially a Martian, um... And they buried him in the local Aurora Cemetery with Christian rites because the Aurora community was a very religious community. So they were, they gave him a proper burial the way, you know, they would expect to be buried. Maybe it wasn't what the alien would have done on his own planet, but this is the best that we could do for him on our planet, right? And the cemetery had a stone that marked the gravesite. It's not there anymore, 
but um, they they had actually they had several headstones that marked the cemetery. They just kept getting stolen, so they just stopped replacing them after a while. The wreckage from the crash was said to have been dumped in a nearby well, which was located under the damaged windmill, which makes sense. Typically, you would put a windmill above a well to draw the water up. So that makes sense. Although some of the wreckage is also said to have been buried with the alien and some of it like remained in and on the ground, basically where the crash happened. So all the big stuff they threw into the well, all like, I I don't know what was buried with the alien and UFO hunters, which is kind of where I got a lot of my information. They didn't really go into that, but um, they did find some things that were still kind of like embedded in the local rocks and trees and things like that the the article from the newspaper that was reported that the craft was made of like this unknown material that seemed to be like a mix of silver and aluminum although it did seem to be like mostly aluminum because all the all the metals that they found that they tested came back mostly aluminum whereas like right now when you buy aluminum it's an aluminum alloy not like pure aluminum whereas this metal was more aluminum than it was other things but it did seem to be like a weird mixture metal thing now in 1935 brawley oats purchased judge proctor's property so he was cleaning up the land to include the debris the debris that was in the well because he wanted to start using the well for water which totally makes sense you're like yep i got this might as well clean everything up and use it well, later, Oates developed extremely severe arthritis, but not like just arthritis. It seemed to be like weird, abnormal growths on his hands and his hands became incredibly misshapen and like all over the place. So he attributed those issues, like his hand issues to the contaminated water in the well and due to like all the wreckage that was down there. And as a result of this in 1957, he sealed up the well with like a concrete slab and then they actually ended up putting like a building over the well. So there was just like this like little brick building. It didn't seem like they used the building for anything, but they, they put a building over this concrete slab and it had like a little marker on it that said like sealed up by the Oates family or whatever, 1957. So they marked it. There were several people like in the 80s that were and actually not just in the 80s, but there was like a, a local article like this lady came out saying that this was all just a huge hoax that none of this is real because basically what happened was that the the author of the article was trying to get attention for the town of Aurora because the local railroad had bypassed the town and the town was said to be dying. So they made up the story about this Martian. Right? Like, I mean, anybody anybody in their right mind's like, yep, it's just fake because aliens aren't real. Well, the community is a very religious community. As I said, like they gave this alien Christian rites and like a whole Christian burial. So they're very religious. And many of them wanted the story to be suppressed because they didn't want the attention around it. I mean when you're in a very religious community, especially in the late 1800s, you can just imagine like how taken aback they were by this alien news. They're like, no, no way. Like we are here. God created us. I'm not saying that that's not 
I'm not I'm not judging any religions. I'm just saying like that's probably their thought process. So they definitely did not want attention if a UFO landed in their backyard. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Our most precious asset is our time. So many people wish they had more of it. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? But no matter how short you are on time, you will always find a way to fit in things that are important to you. Therapy can help you identify the most important things in your life and prioritize them. Life can get away from you and it can be hard to take back the reins. Whether you need to learn how to set boundaries, become the best version of yourself, or even break generational curses, therapy can help. The best thing about BetterHelp is that it's totally online so you can fit it into your busy schedule. We don't have an extra hour in our day, so not having to commute to therapy makes it so much more convenient. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist after filling out a brief questionnaire. And what's great is if you don't mesh well with that therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional fee. You don't have time to waste. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com rabbit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash rabbit. So she basically was saying, nope, it's all fake, blah, blah. But by the story reaching the front page, it brought so much attention to the town of Aurora. And even now, like, I mean, they still have all this attention. This local also claimed that the windmill basically, like, never existed on the land of Judge Proctor. But the History Channel's UFO hunters did an episode, like I said earlier, and they found evidence that there actually was a windmill and there actually potentially was a crash. So I think that the local that was saying that this is all hoax or anybody that that kind of tries to debunk it, they're just kind of trying to take the attention away from the town, which makes sense. Um, UFO hunters did all kinds of like sciencey things because that's what they do. They're trying to like make sure that whatever they're putting out is like actual real and it has evidence. So for the first time since the well was sealed, UFO hunters opened it to investigate. I mean, they, they had the Oates family still owns the property. So they had the Oates family's permission to open up the well. And what they found is that the architecture of the well, first of all, would have been well within the technological advancement of the time. So definitely not like too new. So it could have been a 19 or an 1897. Well, like this definitely has, it It could have been there at the time. So that makes sense that that's the first thing that you would do, because if it looks too new, then there's no way that anything could have been in the well. They also found high traces of aluminum in the water they did not find like weird contaminants in the water but they found really high traces of aluminum the scientist that tested this though so she didn't didn't know she wouldn't say because obviously she doesn't have the evidence and scientists are very evidence-based she couldn't say if it was like high traces of aluminum because the debris that was down there or if it like was just naturally occurring but either way, there were high traces. And then in the sh- in the episode of UFO Hunters, they're like, why do you think there's no wreckage down there? Well, obviously, like in the tale of this story, Brawley Oates cleaned out the, U- the UFO debris so that way he could use the well. So, of course, there's not going to be debris down there anymore because he cleaned it all out. They did find a snake in the well, but and also, like, I don't know how the snake got in there because it was completely sealed up. 
I don't like snakes. Freaks me out a little bit. So they also took metal detectors out to see if they could find any debris that hadn't been collected and or like something that had been maybe embedded in the ground. So they took out these metal detectors. They ended up getting all different kinds of hits. They even got some hits in like the tree that was local. Like, so basically the story is that the, the UFO came down, hit the windmill, then hit the ground. And then some of the debris would have like splattered up and there was a tree in the splatter zone. They did find, they didn't, they didn't like cut into this tree or whatever, but they did find and they got hits from the metal detector in the nearby tree. And the, I mean, it was pretty high up in the tree. The guy was standing on a ladder and using a metal detector, although he wasn't like fully reaching, fully extended. So I would say that this metal was found maybe like eight to nine feet off the ground. But you know, like, like I said, they didn't chop down the tree. It's hundreds of years old. But there's not like a whole lot of explanation of how metal would have been embedded in a tree. Typically, you don't get metal detector hits on a tree. So they also found like weird metal in rocks. Like, like maybe the metal had like was melted and had embedded into some rocks in in the location of the crash site. So all of this was found in the same general area. So it was probably just like melted metal that got embedded in the land that they couldn't discard. So it just stayed there, which would happen in an alien crash. I'm just saying. UFO hunters also went to the Aurora graveyard because they were like, well, if all this is true, then the story goes that the alien was buried here. So they took some pictures and some videos that they had had from like the 1990s of like different people at the grave site because the gravestone is gone now. So they, they had to kind of like, I don't know, like triangulate where the grave site would have been. And then they took their ground penetrating radar and decided to see if there's something there. So, in the state of Texas, you cannot exhume a body without authorization from the next of kin. Well, obviously, an alien isn't going to have a next of kin here on Earth. So, except, I mean, unless it was like the other aliens that they took and did experiments on. I'm just saying, you we can't get that authorization to exhume this body. Nor do we even know if there's a body there. So, with this ground penetrating radar, they did find like a structure that would that's like about the size of a coffin which totally tracks with how they would have buried a body in the 19 or 1890s so totally makes sense and it was actually buried in the area where the alien would have been buried and i mean all this all the graves around it were from the late 1800s and it matches up with the triangulation of like the pictures and the videos and all that stuff. So all of it was making sense and they found a coffin. They did not exhume it. As I said, they're not going to, they don't, they can't do that, but they did find that there was a coffin there and that the coffin was collapsed in on itself. So like it had been there for a long time with the ground shifting and everything else. They can't, again, they can't verify that there's actually an alien in it, but there's a coffin there. So with all those things, I mean, I don't see, I think the people that were like, yeah, there was no alien here. Actually. I think they were just trying to take the attention off the town, but 
I think that it could have they could have actually happened. And UFOs and aliens, like they're not news to us. We all at this point, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably believe in aliens. I'm just saying, like, there's just too much evidence. But the fact that one might be buried in a graveyard in Aurora, Texas, is proof that not all of us just like want to run tests and experiments on unknown beings. They gave like the being a proper burial by their definition and they moved on. I think it's kind of nice that they like just, you know, they're like, well, he died. That sucks. Like, you know, he crashed. We should just bury him and let him be at peace. Granted, it's our peace, not his peace. And who knows like how the alien may have wanted to be disposed of after death. We don't know that, but we did the best we could or they did the best they could with the information that they had. So I, I don't know. It's kind of like heartwarming to me that they did that because how many times have we heard an alien story where they come, like the government comes, collects all the things and then they go and do experiments. If the aliens still alive, they do experiments on the live alien. If the aliens dead, then they basically do autopsies trying to figure out more information about the alien. So I don't know. I kind of like this story because it makes my heart like, look at that. Not all people are terrible people. Not that I think that people are bad, but we've done some pretty weird, crazy experiments on some aliens. That's for sure. But of course, thank you, Ryan, for the episode suggestion. I really appreciate it. Until next week, my friends, stay skeptical and I will see you all later. Hey friends, The Rabbit Hole is an independent podcast with everything you hear done by me, Danny Mercy. I appreciate all of your support. Please rate and review wherever you're listening. If you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at rabbit.holepodcast. And thank you, Zakar Valaha, for our awesome intro.